Good morning, brother. Hey, good morning, Joe. You? I'm awake. <laughs> a little misty, you know, a little misty. Got a few push-ups in, a few sit-ups in, and gonna continue on with this uh, little morning exercise. So, how'd you sleep? I slept good. You know, I'm on an air mattress right now because I'm back home and moved down to St. Louis, but it had enough air in it, and I slept like a baby. That's right. That's good. <laughs> it's amazing how uh, well we do when we're tired. We don't care what we're sleeping on. Good enough. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, all right. Well, hey, we're recording right now. So, um, uh, just to get started with this podcast, obviously, I asked you to be part of this yesterday. And um, uh, just real quick, um, you know, right now we're calling it, um, you know, cross walk with cross or crosses walks or whatever that might be i don't care what anybody calls it as long as they listen to it <laughs> good deal that's all, I'm worried about, that's all i'm worried about so um colin if you don't mind just uh tell everyone um kind of your background and you know be a personal and uh pr- professional and personal so go ahead yeah absolutely absolutely so I uh, grew up in Platteville, Wisconsin, small little town in the southwest corner of Wisconsin. Um, played sports growing up, uh, loved to travel, loved aviation, and that sent me down to St. Louis University for the past four years, where I uh, just graduated over this past weekend, got my Bachelor's of Science in Aerospace Engineering, and come uh, mid-June I'll start work at uh, the Boeing company in St. Louis as a flight test engineer on a new jet that Boeing is contracted with the Air Force on and uh, really looking forward to that and then in terms of personal side of things fun stuff um, I love sports as I said so I started uh, officiating basketball midway through high school and that's uh taken me on a journey where i'm now doing uh women's college basketball work uh division two and division three and that's kind of my my side gig and my fun pastime a uh, side gig can be uh pretty time consuming <laughs> you know as yeah. we all know <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's weird how that side gig all of a sudden you know that's like the main priority even though everything else is, is still way more important than officiating basketball but um, the side gig tends to take a lot of priority. So that's cool. Um, just out of curiosity, so you went to, you said you went to high school up in Wisconsin, you said? Yep, that's correct. Same, same city. Play? Um, I did uh, football, basketball, and uh, track and field. I was baseball through middle school, um, but then seventh and eighth grade, they let us do track and fell in love with that, fell in love with running and did track in high school. Nice. Yeah. I- I've never been a big fan of running. I've always said the only time I run is when someone's chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> and some people would even argue that I don't even run on the basketball floor, too. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's very good, very good. So, all right, well, um, I kind of gave you, you know, as we're, you know, this is a work in progress, the podcast here every day. And um, the more I think about it, the more I, I, I want to try and make it successful. And I'm thinking that the more we just, if we can really work off one one word every day, that's going to give us, it's going to put us in some good directions as far as conversations go. So yesterday I asked you, I just gave you one word and that was 
gratefulness or grateful. Um, so when I say that word to you, you know, what's the, what's the first thing that comes to your mind or what's it mean to you? Um, for me personally, um, the word grateful or gratefulness, being thankful, that really boils down to just embracing what you have and enjoying and living in the moments. Um, in fact, our uh, president at SLU over the weekend just talked about how you have to, in order to be successful, it's depending on your willingness to embrace and be embraced by your communities. And when you embrace the situations that you're in, um, your family is a community, uh, obviously where you live is your community, a job's a community. When you embrace what you have and you embrace those connections and all that, I think that really allows you to take a step back, enjoy what you have, and really become grateful for all the opportunities you're given and what you have around you and the interactions that you have. Yeah, I like that. Um, just out of curiosity, what would be the the biggest grateful moment that you can recall? I would have to say, and it didn't seem like it at the time, but uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty. would be finding out that I was going to be a brother um, and having a sister. And she's now 10 years old. And just the past 10 years with the sister and everything, I mean, it's really been amazing. And that was just a, a really, really neat moment and something where it's like, wow, you know, we're, we're so fortunate. We're so lucky to have, you know, these opportunities and to have a sister and have a little bit of a bigger family and just see someone grow up. I mean, it, it's really awesome. So how old were you when your sister was born? Uh, I was almost 12. Uh, I was wow, about so you two were, weeks. Were you an only child then at, at, at 12 or 13? Yep. Yep. I was an only child for almost 12 years, 11 years and, you know, 50, 50 weeks. It was about two weeks before I turned 12 that she was born. So wow. that was, that was a shock when I found out, but you know, just having her in my life these past 10 years, it's really been awesome. That's very cool. You know, you and I are very similar in that. Um, um, I, I was an only child also till I want, I don't know the exact age to be honest with you, Colin, but I was, you know, eight, nine years old uh, when my sister was born. So, you know, we're a good distance apart. I was very used to, uh, you know, Christmas when all the presents were under the tree. I knew there was one for mom, one for dad, and the rest were for me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. That's just kind of how it worked. And then all of a sudden, my sister come along, and, and then all of a sudden, it went from one for mom, one for dad, one for Jeff, and the rest were for my sister. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that's very, very cool. So, you know, one of the things that I, um, I, I think about when I, when I think about being grateful or gratefulness is I'm grateful for my failures. Um, you know, my failures are, you know, a huge part of my success or a huge part of everyone's success. But sometimes we, uh, we don't have the good mindset to, or the proper mindset to actually think of that as something to be grateful for because we think of it as bad. You know, um, you know, 20 years ago I had, I had neck surgery and I had, uh, you know, two plates and eight screws put on my neck. And I thought, you know, you know, doctors even told me that my my physical activity, as I used to know it, is probably over. 
Um, you know, even so much as they said that probably you're probably going to have to start filing for disability. You know, you're you're going to be on medication your whole life. Those kind of things. Holy cow. Fast, fast forward 20 years, you know, I'm 50 years old, 51, and I'm probably more active than I've ever been. I'm on no medications. And for me, I'm grateful for that for that injury because I think it just it, it flipped a switch for me in my mindset. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't like – I actually challenge people to tell me that I can't do something because now I just, you know, that's the competitor in me says, okay, no problem. You tell me I can't do it, watch me. I'm going to yeah, do it. You just so, lit a fire in me and here <laughs> I go. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for those kind of setbacks and those failures. So, you know, as I share that story with you, do you have any, you know, big setbacks that you thought, man, I may not come back from this? I mean, yeah. I mean, first of all, like that is awesome to hear just, you know, that competitor in you, the, you know, hang on, we're going to, we're going to turn this around. We're going to make this go. But uh, for me, it was a while ago, but um, I was, as I said earlier, big with sports and I loved basketball and come seventh grade, I was uh, put on the B team. And that for me was just crushing because I was always out there, six man in, um, maybe a starter pending the, the matchups and everything. And then all of a sudden now I'm placed on the B team and that just, that crushed me. And I'm like, hang on now. I don't think this is right. So we're going to go out here. We're going to, work our tail off we're gonna go turn this ship around and came back um worked through that entire season and, um worked through the off season in the summer came back a team starter and never really looked back from there and it was that that failure that i was like okay i can't just keep working doing the usual and taking it for granted that i'm maybe a starter six man off the bench i gotta work for it and go out there and prove that I deserve the spot out there. So, you know, you know, fast forward to where you're at now as an adult, you know, uh, multiple years of college, you know, have a very difficult degree. You have, you're going to be going into a very difficult job. You know, are you, have you had anything like that happen as, you know, as more of an adult, you know what I mean? Or, you know, are you looking for those kind of failures to be grateful for, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there was, um, was sophomore year of college. Um, we had a team project that was going on and here we were a week before the due date and absolutely nothing had been done. And it was a really, really hard class. It was actually, uh, let's see if I can remember the class off the top of my head. It was like the, um, it was dynamics, which is pretty, pretty complicated getting into motion and conservation of energy and stuff like that. And with that class, I was in a situation where this project really, if I didn't do well on the project, there goes the class. And then this sets me up for maybe a not so good situation down the road, class-wise and everything. And I had considered up to that point, you know, that the class wasn't going too well. This wasn't going to be good. And um, I had actually talked to my parents the weekend beforehand and they're like, Hey, you know, buckle down, strap up. You're almost done with the semester, get it done. And so while I did get the project done and we did do well as a team, it was 
I would call it a mini failure, you know, and that it, it was just that last week that we did the project and we didn't really set ourselves up for great success, but we learned from it moving forward. Cause I'd had now worked with those people in the past couple of years on different projects that, you know, you can't just wait till the end. We learned from that situation and that, that failure at the beginning that if you do things throughout and you progress along the way, things are going to be better down the road. Yeah, and I'm even going to take it one step further. And I think that that failure back in seventh grade for you in basketball, which, you know, basically woke up your competitiveness. And now, fast forward in the sophomore year of college, where you had, you know, potential failure again, but your competitive juices kicked in again. And say, hey, when we have this project again, we're not going to do this because I'm a competitive person, you're a competitive person, and you, you're you not a big fan of struggling in those situations. You know, I, I heard a – I'm a big uh, reality TV show, and years ago I watched uh, a series called Alone, which is, you know, they, they throw them on this island all by themselves or whatever it was. And after yep. multiple days, one of the guys who, who ended up winning the whole, the whole contest – he said, and he probably got it from somewhere else. I have no idea. I mean, difference. But he said, suffering has value. You may not want to repeat it, but it has value. And that's what we're doing. You know, we're putting ourselves through suffering daily, or maybe not necessarily daily, but we're putting ourselves in situations like that where we're suffering, which makes us grateful, which gives us value, which causes us to have success in whatever we're doing, officiating, pilot you know, teachers, whatever that is. So I think that, you know, the big takeaway here is, you know, be, being grateful is just uh, one of the steps of many to get su- to success. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, the, the quote, suffering has value. You learn so much from failure um, you know, how you react to it, how you overcome it. And, you know, failure is a step in the process of getting to success. So, I mean, all of it, like you said, builds you up and it's a step in the process towards getting there. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, just on the uh, last little subject here, you know, let's, let's, if you have anything, you know, where can you share a, a gratefulness that you have in officiating, you know, in your, we'll call it air quote short time that you've been in officiating compared to some others, but a long time compared to a whole nother group. So do you have any stories there that you would want to share? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm the, the relationship that I have built in the past couple of years with uh, Missy Brooks. Sure. I mean, I'm super, super grateful for that. I mean, I, I got into the college ranks as a sophomore in college and so leading up to it, that previous year, as my freshman year in college, I was like, hey, I'm kind of interested in working college basketball, reached out to her, and she really just took me under her wing, um, went to camp, you know, all of that good stuff that we do, and just gave me little tidbits, helped me with game film, helped me with rules knowledge, broke things down, became a really good friend and mentor. And just that that relationship that I've been able to build with her is just it's it's amazing. And I'm super grateful for how that's helped me along my track and my process, because it's allowed me to 
get better with games, get better with positioning, looking at film, meet people, meet you, get in touch with you, connect with you. I mean, it's just that small little thing just, you know, started the process and it's super grateful for how it's all started to look. Yeah. It's, it's really great how sometimes a, a, a minor gesture can have a major effect on someone, you know, just, absolutely. You know, and I notice it a lot of times on my walks and stuff, I'll see people, maybe sitting on their front porch or whatever it is, right? And whether it's young or old, it doesn't make any difference. If you look at them and smile and wave, their whole demeanor just changes. They may have already been in a good mood, but that small gesture potentially could have a major effect on the rest of the day. So I think Absolutely. We, we, we probably don't do that enough, uh, more because, um, you know, we tend to, uh, you know, walk through the world with blinders on and we're worrying about a number one and um we probably get a little bit more out of life if we uh, paid attention to our surroundings and maybe some needs of others which in turn can you know make our lives better too so i think that's really good really good so all right brother well um before we sign off here just again maybe we didn't do it at the beginning but if you could just maybe you know, give your name and then how people can contact you if they have any questions. You never know if somebody out there listening might want to be a pilot <laughs> or, <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> or whatever that is, or some sort of aerospace engineer, some, some degree way bigger than uh, my uh, online university. <laughs> so uh, if you could give your contact information uh, so everyone can get it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so again, my name is Colin Teeley and you can contact me at C-O-T as in Tom, H-I-E-L-E, at me.com. Uh, I know that last name spelling doesn't sound like Teely, but it is Teely. So uh, feel free to reach out if you got any questions. That's perfect. And, of course, you can reach me at jeffcross22 at gmail.com. And this is, you know, a walk with Cross. And, Colin, I appreciate you, you know, getting up at uh, – six o'clock in the morning actually i know you got up sooner than that because you know we started the call at 6 15 or 6 10 so <laughs> um absolutely i love it i appreciate you brother and um we'll talk soon okay sounds good have a good one all right see you Kyle. bye-bye yep bye